sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, niggas and friends, to another episode of this particular show. I'm Jamie Gum, or Jame Gum. And I am Janet Demita Joe Jackson, and this is Three. Thanks for coming back. It is indeed, and thank you for coming back. Mm-hmm. Let's not waste too much time because we don't have much of it. We do have many things on the docket, many things to discuss, many things to uh, gather. Okay. So let's start with some black excellence this week. It's going out to the good old... Oh, hello, Link. It's going to the good old town of Detroit. Oh, amen. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what they, they did, but got- I'm with it. <laughs> They just got their first black woman-owned figure skating club. Okay. Uh, Angela Blocker Lloyd uh, and her friend and business partner Candice Tamaklo, who they who they've been they've been skating together uh, since Angela was nine and Candice was fourteen at the Berkeley Ice Arena and Recreation Center. Calm, calm down. If you're going to be don't, don't do that. So, um, Candace, you know, was like uh, the older skater, one of very, very, very few black skaters in the in the room, because right. of course. And so when she saw young nine-year-old Angela come through, she was like, oh, you're going to be my little sis. I got you. Don't worry about it. Um, and a future uh, heartwarming uh, drama, <laughs> dramedy mm-hmm. feature film yep. uh, began. But we'll get to that later when someone finances it. Today, we're talking about how fast forward and all of the skating of things. These two women have created the Dream Detroit Skating Academy. It's the first female-owned figure skating academy and the only Black-owned figure skating club in Michigan, period. 
They're running it alongside a skating coach by the name of Crystal Stewart. And it is a means to get affordable skating lessons and to obviously grow the interest in uh, figure skating, ice skating in low income neighborhoods Mm -hmm. for, you know, young folks, young kids in Detroit ages four and up Um, and just exposing them to a whole world of new things and possibilities. That's one of my favorite things about these Black Excellence stories is mm-hmm. just Black people doing stuff we don't talk about much and reminding young people that bitch, we do whatever the fuck we want to do. Always. Everybody doesn't have to be Ghost or LeBron. That's fine, too. I don't I don't know who Ghost is, but I agree. Patrick, say, St. Patrick's, I mean, Patrick St. Patrick. James, James St. Patrick. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm, that, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I, I just love this whole story and I hope they have like couple skate nights where niggas come in, they knee length, jewel tone fur coats cause it's Detroit and, and niggas just well, skate around there. and, uh, you know, like I can't wait to see what y'all do with this. And so congratulations on opening this and yeah, what a beautiful story. Somebody should adapt that. Hurry up. Okay. You're going to She's not. She's not gonna move. <laughs> she's gonna come right back. <laughs> oh no, she'll be so, back. So, congratulations to them on this amazing endeavor, and uh, show them some love if you're in the Detroit area or Michigan, or just wanna, uh, you know, hit them up. Yeah, the website here, DreamDetroitSkate.com. Oh, I love it. Y'all go skate. Have a good time. Yeah. That's a cute date idea. It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's great because niggas can't ice skate. <laughs> or and niggas don't. <laughs> so it's like a fun thing to to learn together. Unless one of y'all is just a natural fucking prodigy or something and you get out there and <laughs> I mean, I'm sure plenty of niggas mind. here ice skate. Like, I'm sure there's plenty of niggas out here somewhere in, you know, New York, Boston, Chicago, these cold places that right. do ice skate. I don't know you. I don't know any mm-hmm. of y'all. Um, never but if it you, was... But I'm sure that you're there. You have to. It's just math. Right. And if you told me a black woman opened a skating rink in my city, I would go, go. for no yeah. other reason other than that. Inclusion. <laughs> right. Exposure. <laughs> you never know. I might love that shit. So, yeah. Shout out to her. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. 
Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. All right. So to, uh, tonight in our pop culture segment, Hot Tops. Um, ooh, ah, precious moments. You won't fuck this ass again. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you a bitch boy and you know it. Oh, you are not my boyfriend. I thought I told you, just have my dividends. You won't fuck this ass again. Wow. <laughs> you won't fuck this ass again. <laughs> you won't fuck this <laughs> Come on, routine. Okay. Yes, choreography. So, <laughs> uh, what do we have oh, here Lord. this Filthy. week? Well, girls, shock of the century. Mm. No one saw this coming. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Medea is back. For another round of feature-length entertainment. I hate you. You know good and damn well that is not what I was I would have never expected this day to come. <laughs> because clearly Tyler Perry hates drags. Mm. He hates, Are you, you know, sure? the, the just tedious amount of work that it takes to beat that face and get into that wig mm. and that moo-moo. He hates it. And a breastplate. And it's just giving, like, girl, right? why? You know, so I just really never expected for there to be another Medea film or project. You know, a mere, what, three to four weeks after the last <laughs> one? So... Um, oh, God. I mean, I feel like we knew this when he said it. <laughs> Nobody believed it. It was Nobody like when believed it, Tyler. Jay-Z said, I'm retiring. Okay, girl, yeah. that's cute. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. We actually remember right. the last time you had said that. So we're going to just... It's okay. Okay. We know you're going to have a Friday night of wine, and you're going <laughs> to crack open that fucking closet yep. with all of those wig heads, yep. and you're going to be like, which one of these girls... <laughs> <laughs> am, I, am I bringing out for the revival? Like, it's just, it, whatever. Yeah. Have your fine. Right. The girls like Medea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they but, do. I mean, that's that's true. Like, and Tyler Perry made some very good points about his audience fucking getting him. And the rest of y'all don't have to get it. That's like. And I believe let me tell that. Something. I really she got do. me together. Yeah. She did. Yeah. <laughs> She's like. It's a valid that point. That statement, it was like. 
I don't have an argument. Like there isn't, yeah. you are correct. You don't mm-hmm. have financing. Like sure, you spend a couple nickels and you shoot these things in two days. But like <laughs> the girls watch them. Yeah. They watch them. Right. And and enjoy them bigly. Right. So who am I? Right. You and know? I mean, you know, it's a lot of church gossip. It's a lot of heterosexual relationships with like a scandalous homosexual Peronian. It's a market. For effect, you know, and that is the church girl market. Like, no. the, that is the church. Like, I, I fully get that. I don't even really have a problem with it as long as you're not spreading some kind of dumbass harmful rhetoric which i mean from what i know of tyler perry's productions they seem to be mostly harmful they are just not for me yeah mostly i mean not mostly harmful mostly harmless yeah yeah (laughs) we knew but but deeply not for me so yeah and when he is wrong we (laughs) we collectively tell him when he is wrong (laughs) We yeah. let him know when he has missed the mark. But I see y'all, and y'all be watching them shows. Y'all love sisters. Mm-hmm. I've y'all... heard good things about it, and you already know Deval is on that show, it's so I'm on... not gonna... I have nothing And ain't it one... It's one called Brothers, too, ain't it? Bruh. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> I'm just dying because somebody out there has bro on their DVR. <laughs> Matter of fact, I believe that Deval got a, his character has like a spinoff. I, oh, okay. Is that bro? Is he the bro? No. Oh, no, I don't even think. The, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they exist like in the same universe or something. I don't know how. Got the, you. The, the I mean, he has a lot of lots. Like, he can. He can. They should exist in the same universe. He Everybody can do whatever he wants to. Televised universe or whatever. But anyway. His character, I believe, has, like, a spinoff coming out. So, as I've said about Tyler Perry Productions before, he gives the girls jobs. and yep, he does you know, do that. There he are does varying levels of talent in a lot of these um, jobs <laughs> in front of the camera and behind it. Um, and my forever uh, desire would be that we just get new writing Mm-hmm. Writer, just gonna always ask and stuff like that because I would just be so fast. Or even you know, what, a like, writer, Tyler Perry money. But it's like at the same time too, it's just like Mama was like, "Well, you know, he's had all of these piss porgs." But I don't care. Whatever. The point is, like, yeah, I got on his nerves. <laughs> yeah, it's so like he, he said he ain't like, doing oh, that no more. I don't want to work it no more. I just you know, if you can't, it's easier you know, to do it myself. I'm like, yeah, yeah basically, but, but we. You know what? And then you end up getting acrimony. So, but it works for you. So, all right. But let me tell you something. Did we watch it? Yes. <laughs> Did we talk about it extensively? Yes. Therefore, the inspiring countless others to watch it. Yes. How much money have I put in Tyler Perry? He does. Get into it. <laughs> this is my fault. So, I'm part of the problem. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm watching this shit too. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> oh my God, please. I am. I'm a Dia homecoming. All what we um, just said. All of that we just said. So, okay. Medea's back. I watched the trailer for it. First thing I noticed is that, like, <laughs> Tyler spent zero of his dollars. <laughs> like, Netflix, 
Oh my God, please. I honestly don't believe he came out of a dime. Like, at best, he used his own, like, studio and all of his own resources because he has them out the wazoo. But it's like, Netflix, this lace front and this blush (laughs) is giving (laughs) someone stepped in and said, Tyler, look, we love you. We, we, we're going to get this money together. But what we're not going to do is those wigs. We refuse. We're not doing it. The answer is no. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> it's called strong black lead, not, you know, strong black girl, please. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. So the wigs look good. Um, they look there. They look. Um. There's effort. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Medea looks like she went to an actual installed. Okay. Uh, expert. Great. I mean, great. We're not asking for perfection here, but Tyler has left the bar in hell for them wigs for a long time. So <laughs> glad to see. You. Um. Also, that's not why I'm watching it. I'm going to be watching it because there was a moment in the trailer where Medea has like a flashback, I guess, to the 50s or something like that. And it shows Tyler as like a younger Medea. <laughs> and it's like black and white. And oh, this bitch man. literally just looks like Wendy Williams at a Great Gatsby party. <laughs> and I opened like, I would use the word guffaw to describe yeah. what came from my body. <laughs> what I'm picturing is so for that alone, and the fact that I have a Netflix account, oh I will watch this. God. I also haven't experienced a Tyler Perry production in quite some time, so there's no reason to like, you know, like it, I I haven't like. You know, like, I guess when you when you stay away from something, let's say, I don't know, skateboarding or something that you were injured by and it was, it's was it mm-hmm. been a while and you forget it hurts or that or how, or, yep. you know, poor the experience may have been. Mm-hmm. And so you're willing to dive back in. Oh, yeah. Infested water. Oh, like, <laughs> like dating. Um, <laughs> like okay. dating. Yep. Just like that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it looks real glossy. Tamala Mann is in it. I saw Gabrielle Dennis. I have no idea what the fuck it's about. Homecoming, I guess. Great. She's somebody graduation. Can't and, wait. <laughs> you know, Medea giving young black women advice. So look out for that. Um, when it mm-hmm. comes out. I, don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be trending number one when it comes out. So. I'm watching it, as I said, so. And you will not be the only one. Um, so, Tisha Campbell Martin posted an alarming video on her Instagram a few days ago um, in a an extra large beanie um, <coughs> with little to no makeup. She told a story about how she um, was nearly snatched up <laughs> by uh, what she referred to as human traffickers. She said that she was um, looking to leave her hotel and I believe what's the place called? Something? Is it what? Padre Island? Oh my god. How did I not hear about this? 
Yeah, South Padre Island, Texas. Apparently she's filming or something. And she uh, got some number from someone in the hotel, she says, to get, you know, like a taxi. And um, when she approached this car, she said it was sketchy looking. The inside of the car was weird. The niggas, like, approached her on some, like, get-in-the-car type shit. The video's still up on her Instagram. Oh, my God. That is so crazy. What? Um, And basically, she said, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that she was from Newark, it probably would have gone differently. She told them to go fuck themselves. She went Mm. back to the hotel. She asked them about the, you know taxi service and the person she said the lady at the front was like why would that person give you this number this is the number that we use so she claims Ooh. that she was you know almost abducted they tried to snatch her up and be careful out here and she ended the uh just over care. 60 stacks just over 60 second video by saying, uh, I'm not Gina bitch to remind you that I guess shit ain't sweet even though Gina right. also really gives off this energy. <laughs> right? like, I don't like, think Gina would have gotten that bitch either, to be very honest. <laughs> Gina walked into several rooms and took off her fucking earrings and shoes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tisha just meant, bitch, don't try me. One of my favorite quotes from Gina is when she said, how was this? But she said, she said, I'm going to go down to my car, uh, get the club off the steering wheel, come back up here and get to swinging. So, <laughs> that's why. That's what I'm going to do. Whoa, that is so scary. Isn't it? Like, and here's the thing. Of course, people are in her comments and I saw people casting doubt over the story and saying they don't believe her and and shit like that. For what reason? I don't know. I'm assuming it's because, like, the energy of this video was very, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it kind of had like the energy of like when you go to your mama's house and her friend that's like you know your mama's friend that's like always on her porch with a very intense mm-hmm. story oh, like yes. every single time you go over there mm-hmm. she's always out in the front on the front porch with her keys mm-hmm. in her hand on her hip yep. and she's just going off on some story no, exactly like, oh, who you're talking over about here again? like you're over here every day with like mm-hmm. a cold red story like bitch what is it giving stay home <laughs> um like that was the energy that it gave me so i don't Got know if you. that was what it was okay. or if it's so just people were a little confused like, i mean it didn't sound like something that doesn't fucking happen every fucking second of every day like it so right. i don't know why or maybe it's because you know we meme the fuck out of tisha all of the time and a lot of time it's deserved and those memes are fun yeah they are but not enough for me to be like, girl, ain't nobody trying to send you up off the street, girl. Why not? Right. Especially Why if not? they like recognized her and thought they could get a lot of money, like <laughs> Right. Like, She's also famous. Right. Like a famous and black and a woman. So they also know that if she does go missing, like if they don't know who she is, then they assume that nobody's really going to care or the government, the police are not really going to try to look for her because we know how y'all act about us. So it just seems to me like, you know, believing, (sighs) unless you have a solid, like tangible reason to not, why wouldn't you just take somebody's word for something like this? It's not like she was trying to 
Get something out of y'all. It's literally just <laughs> watch your back. And she is not even the only woman to talk about something like this happening in hotel rooms or after they've been at resorts or something like Thank that. You. I have heard countless stories coming out over the past several months about women who are like, yeah, I checked in. And then a couple of hours later, somebody like had a key to my room and and came in and like all kinds of crazy ass stories I have That's been hearing from say, black like, women. Like this is not, not even just like getting scooped up or snatched or abducted human traffic. It's like all kinds of stuff in hotels, especially in smaller areas and um, stuff like that. If you're not careful, a lot of these people who work in the hotels or in the area, violence and stuff like that will have you fucked up or missing. You right. people be buying drugs from these people and they end up dead. Yep. It, like all kinds of stuff. You have to so and like you said, this is not some like one in a million type story that we never hear. Like plenty of us have heard of these types of things happening to people that we know. Like again, Ooh. maybe not you know almost getting snatched up off of the street, but certainly, yeah. I mean, I've heard of this nearly happening to people that I you know like I know. Mm-hmm. But like I said, there's other like weird stuff that happens. To remember the the time that people were like at resorts buying like alcohol and stuff and, and dropping oh, dead and yeah. everybody was like yeah be NDR. careful when you're buying liquor mm-hmm. when you go to these resorts and stuff like that so like and it was like the <laughs> in-room liquor like that's the thing it's supposed to be the shit you can trust she got a phone number for a taxi from the person at the desk like you supposed to be able to trust that so but, but yeah. no it's more fun to just like laugh at a black like her, I, I get that t-shirt is like you know, we laugh a lot. Still we're, here. We're still yeah. here. Yeah. I mean. And so it's <laughs> like, fun. It's She's, not going to not be fun. Yeah. It's it's big any energy, but like we love it. And I don't want nothing terrible to happen to her. Like. And suck my dick. She's a fucking comedy icon. Like for I don't That's like. Just weirdly bitch. disrespectful. That's weirdly disrespectful. I don't get that. Like, we have our fun, like I said, because she makes the memes. Like, performing that song and then giving them the middle middle finger when she was at karaoke (laughs) or whatever. Like, come on, my nigga. Like, at the same time, like, our, like, flowers. It's that, that's Tisha Campbell. They're due. Stop it. Stop it. Exactly. Um, what do we got here? So, (laughs) I want to talk about, uh, actually, first, let's just get this out of the way because I didn't watch the Janet Jackson documentary yet. Mm. Um, and I hear it's a two-parter, so... It is. It's probably two two-hour part. I mean, two-hour-long parts. It's true. Mm-hmm. So... But if you took out all the commercials, you could have you could have fit it mm, into... You could have taken out quite a bit because when I tell you... <laughs> Whichever network owns Lifetime a and I don't know if Lifetime is the parent company, but when I tell you they stacked it with commercials because they knew good and goddamn well we wasn't going nowhere. Of course, the, I of mean, course, the like, watch it. you knew we were going to, but it was like every eight and a half minutes, Janet Jackson logo, boom, here go 15 minutes of commercials. <laughs> I don't even think I knew about this. Maybe I heard about it coming up and forgot or something like that. But it was just like, I just saw a bunch of people posting Jenna Jackson pictures and shit like that on Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff and being like, love you, queen, love you, queen. I'm like, God, I hope Janet's okay. And then I saw like a video of her from the documentary, I believe, mm-hmm. where she was talking about 
uh, I think she was talking about Jermaine Dupree cheating on her, or why they yes. broke up, or something like that. And I was like, oh, this is a documentary. <laughs> she's spilling tea. That's why. Yeah. That's why she's telling the stories. Yeah. Okay. That's what it was. I got it. So I haven't seen it yet, but I've only like gathered little tiny scraps of info from, I guess, what has been spoken about. And then also, I guess, some stuff that may have just come out in the marketing leading up to it. Mm -hmm. I know that, like, I read a story about how she said something about Michael used to, like, pick on her about her weight. Mm -hmm. um, Which is like, God, that family was just marred with, (laughs) like, verbal and mental abuse. Like, they just, they were just bred into just shitting on each other. And that's Mm -hmm. all they knew. It's like, all, like, they all just all of the time came for each other, especially when it came to physical appearances. And it's really sad. We have to like do better about our come opinions. on, cycle breakers, somebody. <laughs> um, I saw a post from Alicia Keys where <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> where is this going? Now I thought this happened or this was something Janet said in the interview it wasn't I mean in the documentary this is from an interview in 2008 uh, with E okay where Janet Jackson when asked by E online who she would be in a lesbian relationship with she oh. said Alicia Keys <laughs> I think I would pick Alicia Keys I think she's wonderful and Alicia posted this on Instagram with the caption I always knew I was bae but when Janet Jackson says it, and then a bunch of those like explosion emojis, and then she said, "Make sure you watch our sis, the icons doc, one hundred emojis," and then hashtag Janet Jackson doc, whatever. Interesting. So it was like sh- this. I don't <laughs> believe is mentioned at all in it. it I don't know not, if she's like no. one of the. Cel- is she like a? Is she one of the like celebrities that talks? about Um, janet in the doc if she does she's in very briefly like you know says one or two things and then she's out i don't remember her being in it but there were a lot of people in it to be fair so i mean i I mean because it's janet so it's fucking janet i'm sure people were begging so maybe but i I, to me that just feels like her being like janet jackson said of all the dykes (laughs) i'm the one one. yeah Mm -hmm. and the rest Mm -hmm. of you are over there seething about it (laughs) because she won't even come out (laughs) And still, Janet picks up. It must be how the men feel about Jermaine Dupree. (laughs) (laughs) True. I, um... I enjoy Alicia. I do, too. I just... I, and the girls think obviously because of my jokes, obviously. (laughs) And I'm gonna be... But I... Mm -mm. love her. When I saw her with that impeccable ponytail on Drag Race. Oh, yeah. She did look good. (sighs) I stand her. And I still wanted her when they were performing her mm-hmm. song for the lip sync, which she should have Alicia should have been given the right to sashay both of it. But anyways, that's not <laughs> that's not even there. When she when they were performing that song, I still wanted her to pull a piano out from underneath. Oh my god. And, and just get and to just play. in my mind, there's always a piano in arm's length. <laughs> Just a baby grand. At all times. <laughs> right here. Like, she has, like, Pokeball technology where she just presses a little thing mm. that's, like, the size of, oh, like, yeah. a vitamin. And, a, and it goes, boom! And, and a piano it springs full size yep. grand. Mm-hmm. 
perfectly tuned and everything. And that's just my psychotic brain. Also, um, Jana Jackson, I saw clips of lots of Justin Timberlake caping. Um, mm. Discussion of the so- Super Bowl incident mm. yes and how she and, and justin are still great friends and mm-hmm. he's not bad and let's move past it because they have and whatever mm-hmm. the girls wasn't trying to hear none of that i don't have a sil- not that's nice none of that good for you <laughs> to meet absolutely i'm glad to hear it <laughs> And that was pretty much everybody's response. Like, we get it, girl. We get that CBS is the real villain here. Like, or or whatever. How does that mean, bro? How does that mean, bro? Oh, that's good for you, babe. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) That is exactly how we told Janet Jackson about Mm. that entire Super Bowl segment. Like. So nice. nice for you. However, you're Janet Jackson and we are incapable of doing anything but standing. And you were done wrong many, many times by many, many different people. Justin Timberlake simply being, you know, one of the most visible Caucasians. And so he will be targeted. And you ain't even the only one. Oh. Uh, and you, right. It honestly feels like there's just waves of... Something coming up where niggas are dragging Justin, something about his wife, and then, oh, God, the whole Britney Spears thing. Like, child. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> Let me tell you something. While we're on the subject of Britney Jean. Clearing <laughs> left and right. Your okay? are loosed. Like you don't have time for TSA. It. That's how she clears, <laughs> bitch. Okay? Like, Pull your mama, and let's she go. don't give a f- bitch. Britney is dragging everyone. Yep. They took the shackles off her feet, and they mama did. said, I am here to dance. <laughs> I'm shuffling. I just want to praise. All her. over everybody's spirits. That is exactly what she has been doing. Nobody's exempt. Jamie, Jamie Lynn, I don't even, that's mm-hmm. her name, right? Mm-hmm. Miss Girl, you should have canceled that, <laughs> that little book idea. You should have went on here and let that go. That should have never happened. And you know, I'm 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 happy for Brittany and I really empathize with her in a way that like, you know, as much criticism as I see people having for what she posts on Instagram, I'm like, can you just imagine being that stifled for that long, like legally having somebody else be in control of your finances and having everybody in your family take advantage of you and also like talking shit about you and manipulating you like it's too much nobody in any of nobody who posts a comment under a single thing on britney spears pages could ever in their wildest dreams imagine what that woman has gone right not at all that level of stardom she had and then the shit she's been through with this conservatorship like i don't even really be feeling for white girls like that but y'all gotta let britney jane live okay that's a lot of pent up Y'all got to let her get it out. She's not hurting nobody. Let her get it out. Well, I mean, she's hurting the niggas who hurt her. But, like, she's not. Let her let her express herself. She has not been able to. I mean, and from a very young age, when Britney has never really been allowed to just be herself. She has always been a child star and then a very young teen pop star. And it has just been chaos her whole life. 
being controlled by these people, like just a little bit of understanding. If you don't like her Instagram, you don't have to follow it. But I love that she's finally like now. Now, some of what she says, (laughs) some of what she says is a little bit like when she told Jamie Lynn, you lucky you're not my child because I'm going to beat your ass or something Mm -hmm. like that. (laughs) Now, Brittany. She tells Jamie at least once a week that she should have smacked her. (laughs) And she regrets not beating her motherfucking ass. Right. And I think she has... I think she has trouble empathizing with like Jamie Lynn was also a child and, you know, also in this same manipulative fucked up situation because she went through so much and y'all just got to let her have that. That's my thing. It's like, I'm not, I'm, there are certainly, certainly more productive, healthier ways to communicate and deal with, you know, trauma or familial issue and drama and stuff like that. But what I'm not going to do is like cast judgment on someone who, again, went through something for so long that I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Who literally was prevented from speaking out, mm-hmm. from expressing the torture that they were going through. Like, yeah. talking to basically the people that put her through it, yep. however the fuck she wants to. And if she posting her butt naked pussy on, on Instagram <laughs> or whatever, bitch, so do you and your motherfucking mama. Okay, and your daddy. So, the fuck? Like, move around. Now, when she says, you know, don't get a booster because it'll turn your brain into a vampire or something like that, then I'll be like, girl, sit the fuck down. Right. But dragging your sister for being raggedy or whatever, according to you, bitch, I don't care. Right. It just seems like somebody is finally getting a bunch of shit off her chest that she has been wanting to say. Thank you. For a long time. And maybe shit that she is only just now allowing herself to feel like... Just saying, a little bit of empathy goes a long way. They took that conservative shit off, shit off, and she transformed like Sailor Moon. She went, <laughs> no, I'm gonna take my time. I'm gonna take my time. Boots, yeah, skirt, bow, halter, braid. Like she transformed it. She said, "Now, yeah, in the name of the moon." <laughs> I will punish each and every yeah. one of you. She's been working on this for a long... She's been trying to get free for a long time. So, I'm happy for her. Go off, Brittany. You know. Now, this dropped off of last week's Hot Topics because of time or whatever. But I do just want to briefly mention this Cardi B, Tasha K lawsuit. That is no longer a lawsuit because it's mm, over. Yeah, it is. Um... This is one of <laughs> this shit is so bizarre. And it is. It is like this is a story of ego and pride. The end. And you know something? I <laughs> like. I really don't know much of anything about Tasha K. In fact, I believe the reason I heard of her is because of, of this, this lawsuit. This lawsuit is the reason, yes. I mean, it is for um, me, so it probably is for you. <laughs> I think that, like, I heard a lot of, uh, a lot of the, like, initial statements and stuff. that Because I believe she was, like, on Cardi's ass before Cardi filed a lawsuit, a defamation lawsuit. Yeah. Um, and she's she had a lot all to sorts say. of accusations about her being a drug addict and a, a herpes-filled prostitute and 
um, uh, you know, hypnotizing kids or whatever. Oh, yeah. And, and so passed her STIs to her daughter. Jesus Christ. Like, just all kinds of baseless lies while this woman is pregnant. So, uh, Cardi was like, no. Um, she sent a, a good old YouTube link down to her legal team. They said, say less. <laughs> And, you know, the girls have been wrapped up in whatever this legal dispute uh, has been for quite some time now. And it just came to a close um, after uh, Tasha Kay was ordered by the judge to pay just uh, just shy of $4 million <sighs> in damages to Belcalise <sighs> for this uh, defamation of character lawsuit. Um, I believe Cardi quietly went and uh, picked up her pocketbook, exited the premises. Yep. I mean, I don't even know that she was like, I know that she did, you know, uh, make a statement or testify that she was like, you know, suicidal mm-hmm. and how all of that stuff affected her during her pregnancy and stuff. Yep. Um, which I believe because we know, I think she's gotten better, but mm-hmm. like earlier Cardi, when she was like smooth, like really into mm-hmm. her success yeah. was on IG live every single night, like overwhelmed with, you know, whatever the fuck y'all were talking about. Mm-hmm. To the point where it's just like, girl, some of the stuff you really don't need to respond to. Like, they're just going to say some d- other dumb shit tomorrow. Right. Um, but when you go from being, like, very regular to that kind of fame the way she did, it's like, you definitely have yeah. this adjustment period where you're like, wait a minute, y'all got all this wrong about me. And it's just like, at some point, you have to, you have to give up that fight for your own sake because you'll drive yourself right. crazy. But what you're not going to do is, like, sit up here when I'm pregnant and say that I am passing on, you know, STIs to my kid and I'm a drug addict and a prostitute or whatever the fuck else. And I'm just supposed to be like, yeah, whatever, you know? Right. So, you know, she was very uh, adamant about uh, getting this trial underway. Both of them seem to be very confident about their side. Um, Really crazy to me. (laughs) Yeah. The judge went ahead Mm -hmm. and banged the gavel and Tasha Kay released her video (laughs) since then and basically blamed the uh, music industry machine on, um, I guess, you know, using their resources and power to buck up on her and um, continue to um, hypnotize young kids into uh, prostitution, by the way, of what? Party, I guess. And um, yeah, she's very standing firm on oh my God. her beliefs, I guess. <laughs> so you've learned nothing? It doesn't seem that way. No. Do you doesn't. want another lawsuit? <laughs> I'm not understanding why you're even still on YouTube. Why are you even still making videos? <laughs> I feel like you need to be figuring out how to get that lady's money. (laughs) What, you got 30 days to pay that? I have an idea. So, because this, to me, screams psychological thriller. Mm -hmm. Because 
there's some wrong when it gets to this extent mm-hmm. and the extent that it like it went way further than it needed to be. Um, Absolutely, that is my main problem here. This went entirely too far. It gives me like. It gives me like <laughs> very like eccentric nobody okay. that's starving for some sort of like mm-hmm. <clears throat> social media validation and rise and is willing to do and say and crack anything okay in anyone as a means to get get that Mm -hmm. to never back down um she absolutely irl gives me i will push someone down (laughs) the stairs um as a means to keep my youtube page successful whatever it is that That you know she's trying to be i'm just saying give like based on the things that i've 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 watched like the vibes so if i were her i would fully get to writing (laughs) write it out bitch like write uh uh Mm. you know something loosely based (laughs) on this (laughs) yeah you know any any resemblance to living characters is completely coincidental (laughs) yikes killer youtube blogger that is out here and you know i don't know i i haven't fully thought out the plot Mm-hmm. But it is it gives unhinged. The fact that, like, girl, you know that you were just on there talking at your ass. Yep. And, like, and you're not the only YouTuber or blogger or whatever that does it. Mm-hmm. But the, like, to, even to this point, to the, <laughs> to, the, to the point where the court was like, girl, bullshit, and you know it's bullshit, <laughs> and you admit to it's bullshit, give this lady her money. Right. And you still upload videos like... Well, honey, it's actually her record label. And what what we're not paying attention to is the fact that she eats children. And like, what? Just go. Right. Because like, like you said, you're not the only gossip blogger, vlogger, TikToker out there. But you are the only one who would ignore repeated requests from the lawyers to take that shit down. (laughs) You are that. Like stuff you know is like, it's like, it's like, like girl, anyway. it's a clear case. <laughs> it's not a stretch at all to think that a person could be driven to like an extreme depression and having suicidal thoughts because of the type of content you were putting out about her. You should have just deleted it. The fact that you let your pride carry you through to a judgment and now you owe that woman almost four million dollars with which she will like line her toilet bowl. Just drop a little in one of culture's a baby-sized Birkins, like <laughs> money that is a drop in the ocean for her. But you're gonna have to sell this screenplay that Kid Fury is pitching right now. But you need to take notes because you're gonna need to sell, sell this screenplay and a few more in order to run that woman all of her goddamn dollars. It could not have possibly been worth it. Like, let that be a lesson. We all take L sometime. Just take your fucking L. Don't let it get worse. Just take it. You was dead ass wrong for putting that shit out there. And when you got lawyers who said they represented Bell Calise, b- bitch, I swear to God. 
A bitch who I know has the money and the power to come after me and bankrupt me. When I tell you within 30 minutes, I would have head. removed everything I ever posted about that bitch. <laughs> what? What? Like, why? Not? What made you think? What's the point of? That you and your attorney you found on Yelp could go up against Cardi's team. What made you think that? Last but not least, it's happened. Um, <laughs> Kiss from a rose. So, Rihanna has uh, made a reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, it's not an album. Y'all might as well um, let that go. <laughs> or, you know, edible Valentine's Day panties. Um, actually, she probably does have edible van- Valentine's Day panties. She probably sure. does. But uh, it was a reveal of a baby bump. A pregnant belly mm-hmm. um, that is a part of her body with a baby in it. <laughs> okay. Um, and this baby apparently belongs to her boyfriend, one rapper, ASAP, as soon as possible, Rocky. I, um, I'm still trying to figure this one out. You sound a little woebegone. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I think a lot of the Navy is kind of like in a weird shock right now or like a surprise, like a a, a weirdish denialish kind of phase. Um, From what I've seen, most of them seem very happy for her. But so yeah, I think a lot of people like, you know, I think you just kind of have to accept that. Well, never mind. That was about to be unnecessarily harsh, but <laughs> yeah, because I was about to be like, just, you know. When you think about most men, are you excited for them to be with your friends? Not really. But Mm, (laughs) Rihanna is not your friend and you don't know them. So if she has chosen this man to be her baby father, then you kind of have to respect that and and be happy for it. Because one thing about it, she looks elated. She looks like she could not be more thrilled. Mama was glowing in that Sephora video. And I said, that nose looked pregnant, but I'm going to mind my business. And but she just looks... You know, just those pictures. (laughs) I said, this is the blackest shit. Are these niggas in Harlem? (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Rihanna. First pregnancy reveal. Yeah. Vintage Chanel 1996 coat. Of course. Chanel accessories. And she's just strolling down pregnant belly out in the middle of a fucking nor'easter. Like... A couple of blocks down from my first apartment in Harlem. Yep. <laughs> yeah. With this nigga and, sh- and his braids. <laughs> and so, you know, he heat her. And, and, you know, maybe you'll get used to his presence. Maybe he'll stop getting on your nerves eventually. But heat her and she happy. So be happy for her. <laughs> i tell you one thing. Everybody is happy about the baby. The idea of Rihanna being a mommy. And seeing this, it's like you don't even know whatever what glimpses of this child person. <laughs> yeah, like woo. Yeah, has the fetus figured it out yet? Because wow, a moment. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, to see. Hmm. 
the way that this baby will be draped. Yeah. <laughs> you already know. Rihanna's baby. Did you see uh, her and Blue Ivy at the game the other day? No. Yeah, it was like a, a video came out of Jay-Z taking a picture of Rihanna and Blue Ivy together. It was like, <laughs> I remember when when I think they were at the Met Gala or something and Rihanna was like, Blue just told me she likes my poofy dress or something like that. The VMAs, oh, yeah, that. they were something like that. Like when Blue Ivy was like a literal baby, like so small and so. Yeah. For Blue to be like <laughs> eight or and nine Rihanna, now and, and Rihanna Reaction having a baby of her own. Like, and yeah. I feel like how most of us would have. Right. Been. Like, bitch, I got a compliment. But she seemed just about as excited. From the as princess of the rock. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I don't really remember where I was going with this, but I'm happy for her, even if I don't understand this man. Yeah, no, I'm happy for her as well. I'm not at all. Like, I'm, I'm very happy that she's going to be a mom. Um, she's, I'm sure had plenty of opportunities, um, and she is going forward with it in mm-hmm. this particular situation with this particular person. As you said, she looks quite happy. Yep. Um, so, and she's clearly not a dumbass, but she doesn't seem to be a dumbass to mm-hmm. me. Not at all. So I'm going to, um, just go ahead and be happy for her and look forward to whenever, if she does decide to share fabulous fashionable photos of her fetus. Right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, good luck when y'all aren't together anymore. I'm not going to get my hopes up for like a social media presence for this baby because I don't think she's going to do it. But the few glimpses I think she lets us have are going to be everything. So I ex- I feel like we'll get maybe like a foot, like a new. Oh, all foot. the girls love the foot. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, But then past that, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I'm not putting any expectations. Right. I won't yeah. get my hopes up, but it's just so I I think it's the pandemic is just like mentally was really starting to beat my ass because footage of I, children I, just being funny and themselves is like lifting me up every day. It is so funny. Kavya James. <laughs> You know, she's such a light. <clears throat> she really is. I hope she understands that the kid just brightens things up for me. Oh my god! Um, yes, and Cindy Martin, <laughs> Sydney. Sorry, not Cindy. Oh, uh, so cute! <laughs> a vocalist girl. in training. <laughs> she's she's Marseille too. Yeah, she is. <laughs> She's already like she oh, looks exactly like her the mama, world is mine. and she yeah, is an, and all, she is a natural entertainer. I love that Marseille is her dad's twin, mm-hmm. and yeah. like, oh, I'll be mom. Thank <laughs> right. you, right? Sure will. Um, she literally is mm-hmm. just like, oh yeah, no, the world is mine. Thank you for showing up. You can sit down, right? But also, Rihanna knows y'all are crazy, so <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Insane. Keep some things to herself. Um, <clears throat> But girl, you worked your ass off. You've put out 5,018 singles, um, 115 different shades of whatever kinds of makeup and mm-hmm. things like that. Have your baby with your Harlem nigga, and I hope that it's healthy. <laughs> and, yes, congratulations. Um, and happy. And um, man, what's up with Brianna 
baby shower going to be giving? Woo! Just, like, I can't imagine. All of the like. But then again, like, again, she's wearing vintage Chanel and just walking underneath the right. fucking overpass in Harlem. Right. They might just have bagel bites and just, <laughs> you know, and you know what I'm saying? And then, like, Mm, I don't know. CBD. Like who, Even if something does happen, I, I do question whether we'll be allowed to see any parts of it. I'm not asking if we're going to be able to see it. I'm, oh, just, I'm gotcha. curious as to how, like, grand... To set up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or if she's just going to be like, look, let's just have some, like, Escovich fish. Let's have some, like, some roti. Mm-hmm. And, and call it a fucking evening. I mean... I I really can't call it, but I'm happy for her because she looks so happy. So yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. Also, apparently, uh, uh, the brat and Nick Cannon are also expecting new babies. What? Uh, okay, babies. <laughs> the way you said that. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> let me uh back it up. Not together, obviously. That would be right. that would be very Black Mirror. That would be too um, much. Yeah, no. The brat and her... Are they married yet? Are they still engaged? No idea. Are they engaged? The brat and her lover, lady lover... Yes, that's it. uh, Jessica... Best word. uh, ...are expecting uh, a baby. Congratulations. Jessica Dupar, hair extraordinaire CEO, posted a photo of them all gay. And, <laughs> and the caption says, we are extending the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listen, she might not be that far along. I can't really tell. But, you know, it's giving um, studs been behind with the hands yep. on the belly. Yep. With a little heart shape. Yep. Promy with a little heart on the belly. Oh, oh man. You're so in love. <laughs> Good for her. I've been seeing a lot of that lately. Just black lesbian couples. Just having babies, head over heels, and and having babies. So happy for y'all. And then apparently Nick Cannon is having another baby with a model who's named Bree, who literally looks like one of those one of those dolls that that like only adults buy, like those those dolls that cost like three hundred and seventy five dollars, like bar, like not bar, yeah. but like <laughs> like a like fashion Got dolls you. that okay. like yes have like actual leather and shit on them, <laughs> right? So, Real like, Gucci and she shit. She looks like right. Okay, she looks like like a three thousand dollar doll wow. or something like that. Never heard of her a day in my life, but apparently, uh, she and Nick Cannon were hugged up. At a gender reveal party uh, just a few days ago. So, Man. apparently he's got another baby on the way. Baby seven or eight. I don't know. He's got a lot of kids. Nine? So. Yeah. So, congrats, everyone. Uh, Here's to healthy pregnancies and happy babies. And y'all having some goddamn sense so they don't grow up broken and traumatized. I just, mm, I don't, I'm concerned about whatever is going on with Nick Cannon, but, you you know, I just, I really don't even know what to, I don't even know how to begin to, to, to piece that apart. Like, I don't get it. I have not heard 
anything from any I don't can't think of a time I've heard anything from any of his kids moms about him being an absent pa- a parent a bad parent seems like he shows up to all the birthday parties even if they got he got fired on the same day it seems like he's there and he's paying making sure that he's the kids probably are healthy paying his child support that, that, <laughs> that, that he's their daddy so okay I'm like Hey, he just lost a child not too long ago as well. Right, that was very sad. Um, so I don't know what's going on with him either, but it's just it not look like anybody's unhappy or unhealthy yet. So, right. I mean, and that is fine, but it is just not possible to <laughs> fully parent in like six or seven different households. It's just not possible. I don't know how. It's not. It's not possible. So I just really wonder what's going on with him to. <laughs> And them niggas only had one or two households to to hit up. So I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just leave it there. Like, I don't get that. And I hope he's okay. That's it for the hot tops this week. And so we are going to take a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to read your letters. Make it hot. Make it fun. Keep it is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted if you're really good at it that is i've actually met several really good friends through hinge i've used it i can't believe this over a decade now woof what a life i've had well you know what they've added within a decade of us being on hinge is their new lgbtqia plus prompts which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities interests and compatibility hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you plus these prompts were created in collaboration with glad So they are by the people, for the people. Some of the prompts are, the first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. (laughs) Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover. The shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah, I broke the fourth wall. (laughs) You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when... It feels affirming when others, blank, I connect to my community by, I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. I'm going to say whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at, and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct varied and nuanced as the black experience itself you can get things from bobby schmurder to the wire michelle obama to reparations there's no limit to the range of black stories black truths black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of america's story now they are the story here feed of episodes from across npr's podcast that center on black voices turn on npr today and hear a range of voices as varied nuanced and black as the country we reflect stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right folks 
We're back, and it is time for your listener letters. Yes, send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Our first letter this week comes from Nova, who says, Deep down, I always knew that I liked women, but I always denied it even to myself. However, the truth is that I am in love with my best friend, and I have been since we met 10 years ago when we were sophomores in high school. My best friend is also, well, this doesn't say also. My best friend is bisexual and is currently in a relationship with a cisgender heterosexual man. This past weekend, she and her boyfriend hosted a birthday trip. And while we were pre-gaming, her boyfriend drunkenly admitted to me that he plans to propose to her in the near future. I put on a brave face because I know that she's happy with him, but I am dying inside. They've already moved to a different state together, and that has put a strain on our friendship. So I can only imagine what them getting married will do. My question is, do y'all have any tips on how I can navigate our relationship in a healthy manner? Because at this point, I'm ready to confess my undying love for her. Thank you so much, Nova. Lesbians. No. Not, yeah. <laughs> um. Well, this sounds like a song by the fucking chain smokers or something i don't like what is see what would you do album (laughs) um 10 years Mm. i mean me knowing me i wouldn't say anything ever no i probably wouldn't if you like if it's been 10 years and you're about to be engaged and you have already moved away and you have this like seemingly happy life with someone else i'm not going to jump into the mix and like jeopardize all of that and just blurt out like oh i'm in love with you like i mm, I don't know. Everything is. I, I don't even care for rom coms like that. To be honest with you, <laughs> I don't need to be one. It's so very rom comish. You know, I feel like if there is distance between you guys already, anyway, I think that I would probably just be looking to just get out on the on the market date, just be looking out elsewhere. You know, other fish, and hopefully that uh, space. And time and honesty with myself can um, allow me to not only find love and interest in another place, uh, but hopefully adjust to uh, the fact that this person is not uh, with me or for me. Mm, Now, that's just my opinion it didn't sound like there was anything in here uh allowing me to believe that this person feels the same way or would Mm. reciprocate those feelings aside from the fact that you say that they're attracted to um both sexes or whatever so you said they're bisexual yeah the best friend is bisexual (laughs) so Again, that's just me. Like, I'm sure some people might be like, look, I have feelings for you, whatever, whatever. And it's like, 
I don't know if it was like a coworker who it, it was like your last day at work and you wanted to go for it. Something like, I don't know, maybe, but if, if this is someone who you have been friends with for a decade and you would like to hopefully remain friends with, it's like, there's more at risk and there are plenty of fish in the sea. So yeah. interesting. I don't know. But then again, it's like, if it's a thing that you, it's always going to bug you every time you speak to the person or or you're around them, then you probably might want to say something to them. <laughs> but, like, I don't think that even if I did, I wouldn't say it in the tone of, like, you know, Isa, I'm in love with you. Do, do, you know, oh I wouldn't God. be doing... You wouldn't pull a Lawrence, you know, please. I wouldn't... Please. Pull a penultimate. Um, <laughs> but... I might say, like, listen, just as a way to, like, get this off of my chest Mm -hmm. and, like, have full honesty. This is how I feel. This is how I have felt. And because I want to be able to, like, continue to have a friendship with you, a relationship with you, I just feel like I... Sometimes you can't keep that bottled in. Mm -hmm. But you don't need to, like... Just turn the bottle over and spill shit all over the place. You know, I mean, like, no, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, I mean, I don't think I would be like saying it with the intent of trying to get something out of it. I might just be like, this is how I feel. I want to say it so it's not unsaid and then killing me. And then that affects our friendship. Right. Well, I mean, the thing about saying it is it's going to affect your friendship. Like, <laughs> exactly. So I get your point when you're like, I just wouldn't say it because I wouldn't want it to affect the friendship. And, you know, you would focus on moving on. And mm. I think, I don't know, I think it would really depend. Like, did I just now realize I'm in love with my best friend or did I realize that two years ago? Like, <laughs> how long has it been since I came to this realization? Because I'm not one to rush into decisions. So I would really have to sit with it for a while, probably at least three months to make sure that this was really how I felt and weigh the risk. Like, this is your best friend, and it's definitely going to change y'all's friendship if you say something, um, if only temporarily, you know, if only so she can have time to adjust to that news. But it may be that it's not healthy for you to be her best friend because of these other feelings you have for her. And if, you know, she's really in love with her boyfriend and she's not, and these feelings aren't reciprocated, then, you know, you're going to have to handle that. That's rough. And so you probably are going to need some space from her anyway. Um, right. So, but I think, I don't know. It's hard because, you know, best friend is, is a special person. But if I'm sure that I'm in love with this person, then I feel like I would have to say something. If only so I'm not torturing myself. By hearing you talk about fucking this man and, you know, sweet romantic things you're going to do for him or that he did for you and all this. Like, I just can't really support you as a friend if I know that I have these feelings for you. So I'm fine with that. (laughs) Okay, And that's yeah, I just don't think I could do it. I can do it. I've actually done it a few times in my life, so it's actually like at this point, I'm, it's not. Easy. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> I would so. have to. I would know. I'm so sorry. I would need some space because you calling me talking about 
this nigga or this dyke or whoever, this girl, I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be nauseous. So, like, mm-mm, just... It's just, like, you're not the only fucking person in the world. Like, girl, like, what? Do you turn water into wine? Like, I get it. Because, again, I have been here before. Maybe not, like, a 10-year friendship, but... Yeah. Um, like... Ah... Again, me, I wouldn't say anything just because if this is a person that I really um, like have a friendship I value mm-hmm. or whatever, I would, I like you said, I, I would know that saying something would affect that, however it would be. Um, and I would rather not. So I think mm. I would probably keep it to myself and just go elsewhere. Um, okay. And yeah, typically, you know, if you fall in love in another place or with someone else, that can help, but it doesn't with everyone. You know, sometimes it just makes things messier. So you have to be, like I said, honest with yourself. That's true. And make that decision because it might be better. It might be better for you to say something. Mm-hmm. It might. However that may go. Or, yeah. you know, considering that you're only just now even coming out to yourself, it might be helpful to actually date other women. Since it doesn't sound like you've ever even done that before. (laughs) You know, it might not. Yeah. You might be confusing some some feelings there. I just would say, you know, sit on it. That's why I said it depends on when you came to this realization. Like, I want you to to work through it. Think about it. Journal about it. Date a couple of people. See how that goes. Like, you have time. I, I think you don't have to like you don't have to rush into a decision here. So. Um, but good luck to you as you figure it out, because that's a hard one. That's a hard one. Saying something is going to change things and feelings are real. So good luck. Not jealous of that one. Um, <laughs> our next letter comes from Slim, who says, I'm a 25 year old woman and I've been talking to a poly. <laughs> oh, no, this is a lady. And uh, Slim has been talking to a polyamorous man for the past few months. Reese- I'm sorry. Go. <laughs> I mean, and she did say I've been monogamous my whole life. <laughs> so recently right. he introduced me to another woman that he has been dating for the past year off and on. And he decided to introduce her to our group. I've tried to get to know this other woman, but it kind of feels forced. Recently, Wait, he tried to introduce her to our group. Well, yeah. When she says our group, I'm assuming she means like our group of friends. Although if they've only been talking for the past few months, then I guess I'm not. I'm not entirely sure on what group is, but okay. So um, she says she tried to get to know this other woman, but it feels forced. And recently he dropped a bomb and said that this woman is planning to move in with him next month. I thought that when you are in a poly relationship, both partners agree with who they want to join the relationship. This new girl is not somebody that I can see myself living and sharing with. I am bisexual, so I feel like this would be easier if our relationship was actually fair all around. I have tried to explain my feelings to him about this, but I'm starting to feel like it's either his way or the highway. He's a good guy and I like him, but any other time his girlfriend is around, my, my emotions flare up. Not to mention my family is religious and they would not approve of this relationship or of the fact that he has a child. Still, over the past few months, I have really grown to like him and I would not want to be put in a hard position. Any advice is welcome. Thanks, Slim. I want to say, Slim, I applaud you 
for being like, hmm, polyamory. Don't know about that, but I'll give it a shot. I applaud I you for being open to trying it. Don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with giving it a shot if you like this man and you thought maybe that was something that could work out for you. <laughs> but <laughs> this situation, the the behavior you have described from him, this nigga is not it. I have... I have so much... I, I, <laughs> First of all, okay. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> because I don't have a problem. Like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with poly relationships. Mm-hmm. I also don't have a problem uh, with people giving it a shot. Um, I think y'all be lying. And I think that y'all Ooh. are not honest with yourself. Well, and you do this a lot, especially with niggas, especially with cis men. Mm. Like they have created so many scenarios where they have been able to convince y'all that, like, oh, we're poly and this, this, that, and the third, or whatever. And y'all subscribe to it for this nigga and his dick or whatever the fuck other add-ons that he has to the listing. Mm-hmm. And you and and like you're willing to put yourself through all of this stuff that you hate or that makes you uncomfortable. People that you hate that make you uncomfortable because of this nigga. And then listening to whatever fuck shit that he talking about that don't make no goddamn sense and sitting up here looking like a goddamn concubine and agreeing to it and and, and like, bitch, you don't know what the fuck, like, you don't want to be here. You don't. You want to be with just that nigga. And if he tomorrow says, you know what? I don't want to do this polyamorous shit anymore. I want to be with just you. You wouldn't be like, skirt, I'm actually having a great time here. It would be music to your uh, your ears. Right. In many cases, it's not everyone, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, and that's the thing. Like, I have seen people in poly relationships, straight you know, gay, queer, but whatever, all the kinds. I've seen them before where you can tell that it is equal parts. Like everybody <laughs> yep. is on the same page. Mm-hmm. There's a you know mutual I mean? respect. Right. And whether each person in the relationship is going out and getting theirs or scouting or doing whatever the folk like, that's not how every poly mm-hmm. relationship works, you know? But right. There is an understanding and like the cogs are moving Mm -hmm. (laughs) properly because everyone is on the same page. Y'all will be writing letters into podcasts (laughs) about shit like this. You be scooped up and hypnotized, digmatized, clitmatized, whatever the fuck by people who like know by the way that they hook you like that and then get you to go along with whatever the fuck it is half the time they don't even know how polyamory works what the fuck it is what right. they even want out of relationships they know that they want to fuck you and everyone whoever the fuck yep. else they want to <laughs> yep and you're willing to go along with it because you just don't want to lose access to them for whatever the fuck reason mm-hmm. i don't know what to tell you why did you tell us in this letter they talk about some oh well he just told you that he's going to be having her move into his house or his apartment but then you're talking about oh i don't know if i want 
she followed that up saying something like, I don't, I don't know if, if I want her to be in my living space like that or whatever all the time or whatever, whatever. It's like, but wait a minute. You can reread this if you want. Wait a minute. Yeah, I'm not wrong. You yet. said he told you that she's moving into his house, mm-hmm. but you worried about your living space. It don't sound like it's your living space. It sounds like it's his living space. <laughs> You didn't say that he's she's moving into y'all house. Correct. You didn't say that he that that she's moving into your home. Yeah, she clarified that they do not live together. Right. So, so. what the fuck difference is it made? Like what? Like it don't matter what the fuck how you feel about any goddamn living. They ain't your living space, girl. Right. You don't like the idea That's of sharing the this man because you are monogamous. That's a hangout spot. <laughs> and you do not want to be polyamorous, or at least not with this woman. And you deserve to say no if this is not where you want to be. I don't believe you want to be polyamorous, period. I don't. You can be bisexual. You can like having, you know, uh, sexual uh, relationships or even like you know, all kinds of of relationships and stuff like that mm-hmm. with people outside of your quote-unquote significant other without being polyamorous. Yep. Like, there's a Absolutely. completely, there's a loads Those of Those aren't the people, same at all. <laughs> it's not the same thing. There at are people all. who, like, swing or people who have threesomes. All the, That's completely different. Open yeah. relationships is different than having, than being polyamorous. Like, exactly. y'all be saying, it's like, it's like people who say they're a nympho because they like to have sex. Sweetie. No, that's a that's a different thing though. Words <laughs> they do. And definitions. <laughs> they go together. Nymphomania is like a an a it's like a real condition yep. that actually ruins lives. Right. You a hoe. Right. That's different. <laughs> You know what I mean? like, and I don't mean that in like a negative or derogatory right, term. Wrong with being it's like, y'all just be saying anything but and you, you don't, don't have know a what disorder. it means. Like, right. Just like, you just enjoy, like, that's that's very natural. To you just like the fuck. But that's like the nympho. Good. You're supposed to. Like, you're not a nympho. Yeah. <laughs> like, people just be saying anything. You're not a polyamorous girl. You just ruined people's goddamn lives. <laughs> right. So I think. You're it, gaslighting and gatekeeping and girl <laughs> All she does is gaslight gatekeeping. <laughs> anyway, um, I think you're using the fact that you're bisexual to try to talk yourself into polyamory. Yes. You're trying to make polyamory feel okay because you really like this nigga, but I think think you just don't like the idea of sharing this nigga and so you're trying to like rationalize your way out of that when really if you don't like it then you just don't like it and I know y'all been talking for a few months and you really like him but this is you know he's made it clear that the way you feel about things does not matter to him and And that's not how it works and that I mean like I just don't I don't know why you would continue to put forth effort when somebody has told you your opinion on the polyamorous situation doesn't it sounds to me like you're not the main you keep saying this other girl this new girl but it sounds to me like you're the other girl you're the new girl and they're trying to see whether they can bring you into this because she's moving in next month so i think maybe this is a good time for you to like if you said be honest with yourself you really got to check in here because Trying to force yourself to be polyamorous because you like this nigga. I know that it's a drought out here, but baby, what I say earlier about taking your L's ASAP, take them when they're small. 
You're like y'all who be in a club drinking Hennessy and trying to act like you like it. <laughs> Fix your face to me like it's not killing you. Take them when Bitch, they are don't, small. You don't, you don't like it. Don't it's not for you. wait until it's a heartbreak. Don't wait until it's a lease break. Don't wait until it's lawyers that have to get involved. Like, if it doesn't feel right, trust your intuition and just leave. It's only been a few months. It's plenty of other fish in the sea, you know, other cliches, this and re- you will be all right. <laughs> this reminds this is so ghetto. This reminds me <laughs> of Love and Hip Hop. Do you remember that season? There was a season of Love and Hip Hop where Tia Marie was dating this light-skinned nigga who was married. But then he also had a girlfriend. No. And okay, it doesn't. I cannot fault you for not knowing. <laughs> I do not remember. But this. she was dating. There was like one of the seasons of Love and Hip Hop where uh, in Hollywood she was dating this light skinned nigga who was married, and she claimed that she didn't know that he was married, or he told her that, that something else. And then like the girl found herself, like, trying to fight Tear or whatever and claiming Tear was trying to steal the, you know, trying to break up the the whatever. But he approached the situation afterwards, like, oh, you know, we're, you know, we're open and these are my, my women and we all get along. And, like, they try, we're trying to, like, bring her into this situation, Lord. right? But then when they met up, <laughs> when they met up with Tierra, like, right, he's there with his wife and his girlfriend and the wife and the girlfriend at one point, like, started snipping at each other. Right. Like, they had this whole front See? at first, like, everything was cool. Of course. And then there was at one point where the wife was like, don't say nothing to me. Like, she looked at the girlfriend and was like, you don't say nothing to me. Don't say, you shut up. Like, don't say, like, um, she like, it was like, y'all are not, you don't like each other. No. You're both getting fucked by somebody who's manipulating you into falling into whatever fucking line he wants you to. Yikes. For what? Yikes. For what? Now all y'all out here looking crazy. <laughs> Fighting over somebody that will easily just do this to two other women or yep. three other women or four other women if it wasn't y'all. For why? Because yep. if, if you're For not what? okay with this, he's just going to find, he's just going to move on and you should be able to do that same thing. Like, If there's going to be other kitty cats in the bedroom, okay? <laughs> if there are going to be other puppy dogs in the bedroom, in the kitchen, in the foyer... I want them to be there because I like them. Yeah, too. exactly. I want to be there too. I'm not eating no pussy. I don't want to. Period. Yeah, but it sounds like you can barely stand to be around this woman. <laughs> exactly. And Talk it's about probably because you're fine. monogamous and you don't like the idea of her fucking your man. <laughs> you probably rather date just her than both of them. Right. Probably if you had met her without her being connected to him, might have been different, but. Yeah, I think you just need to... Loki, I don't even be believing a lot of y'all would be like, oh, yeah, I'm bisexual. Yeah, you bisexual because he asked you to be bisexual. Well, I hope that's not your situation. That might not be you. That might not be you. A lot of y'all be telling that might not be you. I hope that's not you. It's a much slimmer number than (laughs) y'all, you know, but... (laughs) Right, the people who actually are, so... You might actually be bi. You need to listen to your feelings, though, regardless of who you're dating. You're clearly getting signals here that this ain't for you, so I would say cut it now and uh move on you still got plenty of time to find somebody um it's, yeah it's only the end of Jan- it's the first of february when it's come out like or at least if you're gonna be poly plenty of time for valentine's day like my way or the highway about right. it right what you gonna do when it's your birthday and he's like oh my living girlfriend is sick or something you gonna be sick <laughs> 
So, like, no. Yeah. Um, but no. good luck to you because it is hard to let go of somebody that you felt like you was vibing with. But things must be done. Our last letter comes from Shanice, who says, "I have an acquaintance who graduated from college with me, and the last few times we've chatted, this girl was talking about how she was being underpaid at her job and how she didn't want to move out of her parents' house. I totally related because I was in her situation just a few months ago. So I mentioned that my job was hiring, and I could send her a referral email. At the beginning of this year, she was hired, and I was super happy for her. And she even ended up moving into the same apartment complex I live in." The big problem here is that she twice failed to mention my name during the application process as the person who referred her. Somehow she didn't apply directly through the company link that I sent her, which would have automatically listed me as the referral. And oh, in the application where it specifically asked if somebody referred the position to you, she left my name out. Our company has been doing really well lately and bumped the referral bonus up to $2,500 per new hire. Once I realized that my payment was a little bit delayed from her new hiring date, I reached out to HR for clarification. And in the most professional way, they responded like, child, your person had two times to mention your ass and she didn't. So I'm afraid there's nothing we can do at this point. I don't know why I imagine them really saying it like that. I mean, I I would scream. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, in my head. I'm just tired. Right. I don't want to put an immense amount of guilt and shame on her, but like this is $2,500 in this economy with no other stimulus checks. And I could have really used that money. $25. Please, but much less $2,500. How would y'all feel and what would you do? Thanks, Shanice. Girl, I would be nauseous. (laughs) Yeah. That's rough. I would be nauseous. To, I mean, because you you, even, you expected this money. You just knew in your, on your next check you was going to have this big-ass line item. <laughs> you had probably already started spending it in your head, child. Oof, that's hard. I don't even know how you... Like, how do you even... Because you can't... Like, that's not something that you can't... To me... But then again, I, I, I haven't, like... I can't even think of the last time that I had to sit down and speak to HR. I guess before the last time I almost got sued. Um, But I just, I can't imagine how to approach this conversation comfortably. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like without... Don't know that I would. Don't know that I would, honestly. (laughs) Don't think I would even... Well, never mind. I might, but yeah. Because it's like, it's not that it's... It's not that you can't. It's just like, (laughs) I feel like girls don't have many options in terms Mm -hmm. of tact. There's only like one right way to do this, and I don't know what it is. Right. I mean, I don't think there is really a a right way to handle it. If you didn't say nothing, because it's like, you know, there's nothing that can be done at this point, and... No need to, like, make her feel bad and make her feel, like, so guilty and ashamed for having done this. Like, it's kind of like that. Like, you know, might as well not say it because there's nothing she can do about it. But on the flip side, I think if it was me, I would not be uh, that willing to let my 2500 go. Like, I'm like somebody at this company can make an, ex- an exception. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I want that to happen. So I might tell her if only to ask that she could like forward my original email to HR as like proof that I referred her and see if they can override it somehow. Just because, you know, that's a lot of extra money that you really could have done a lot with. So, right. See, like, I don't see what's. I might do something like that. But if HR also made it like super clear, like, girl, don't ask us about this no more, then maybe it's not worth it because right. then she's going to have these feelings. Like, it seems like talking to her about it would only be worth it if there was something she could do to fix it. And it seems like she can't. Yeah, if there's for sure, like, if it's just, like, a done deal and at this point it's feelings, like, I, I probably just go take kickboxing or something. Yeah, find some kind of way to, to let out that frustration. But I feel like every time you see her face, because <laughs> y'all live in the same complex and y'all work in the same place. So, like, every time you see Sorry, her. cousins. I mean, yeah. And you did say she's and just even if they were. <laughs> You didn't say y'all were, like, best friends. So, maybe right. you. Maybe you don't mind if y'all ain't, <laughs> if you say something to her, you like, look. Like, if you were the type that were like, oh, let's go, I put you, on. you know, to Panera, <laughs> you know, like, constantly. Right. And yeah, that might be, get awkward. But. Yeah. Like, you, y'all barely speak. So, I think it would just be difficult for me to let it go. If she could help, then I would ask her to do that. But otherwise, like, I agree. I would not want to, you know make somebody feel bad for something that was most likely just them not thinking about it. Although I don't know why she didn't click the link in the email you sent her. That is a little suspicious. I don't get that. Why would she go out of her way to apply somewhere else? But I mean, it really don't make no sense in doing a whole bunch of what ifs. and Right. You're just going to drive yourself crazy because they're not giving you that money. Exactly. (laughs) They're not going to give you that money. A light at the end of the tunnel, then yeah, sure, have your fun. But if you're not getting your money either way, girl, all you're going to do is just grind your teeth to dust. So you might as well find (laughs) out what at this point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to journal about this. Let it out. Yeah. Something Pilates, I don't know, whatever it's yeah, yoga, jog or something, meditation. Especially if it happened not too long ago, time will probably help you to um, not be uh, too sour about it. Yeah, and like Chris said, you know, don't probably not worth making the person feel bad if they didn't intend to. But yes, like I said, even twenty five dollars. In this motherfucking economy, <laughs> that's lunch. If Some I thought I was finna get it, more than one lunch, and now I don't so. got it. <laughs> mm, yeah, that. Twenty five dollars a few lunches. Like so, I like, said, <laughs> this is just an acquaintance, so I might be like, "Look, let's find a way for me to still get my money," but that might not be worth it. I'm just saying, I understand the urge because. <laughs> nigga, like you just got hired at the top of the month, you probably expected it on your last check and sent them an email that same day like what went wrong so um i don't know many people right now unfortunately that are not like oh yes i have things for this money (laughs) like i don't know like there's not many people who are like oh i don't what an extra 2500 no thanks i can't do anything with that like no nobody feels Mm. that way Nobody, for, nobody feels that way. For something to put in my wardrobe or atop my nightstand. Like, no, I don't know anyone no. right now that right. can't use some money for something right. important. Right. So yeah. 
that's a hard pill to swallow. Um, but good luck with you in processing, Shanice. And we're going to wrap up the letters right there. If you have a question for us, send it to askthereadagmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and be right back. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. After we do Kid Fury's sports shorts, yeah. Welcome back, girlies, to another episode of Kid Fury Sports Shorts, where I, Kid Fury, give you updates, facts. Comments and concerns on all things sports. Mm-hmm. It's time to discuss, girls. What a weekend. What a what a Sunday mm-hmm. of sporting and game and many yards and such um, overtime as well as um, field goal and... Um, Trans for um, um, so the Super Bowl is happening. It's coming up officially. Um, and taking a look back at my prediction last week, uh, we're going with the exact opposite uh, because I want to keep wanted to keep you on your toes. And to really challenge your way of thinking, really get you girls to (laughs) analyze what it is I'm saying and come up with your own, um, your, your own understanding and your own decisions at home. That's what's important about this. It's interactive. It's, it's, it's about coming up with your own decisions and, and and learning about the sports. You're welcome. It's stop provoking. It really is. I'm glad that you're on the same page. So, um, the official uh, lineup for the sports, the, the Super Bowl sports, mm-hmm. will be um, the Los Angeles Rams, 
who defeated the girls. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah. The um the the Niners, 49. 49 of them. Mm-hmm. Not 50, in fact, but 49. San Francisco 49ers, which is in California. Important distinction. Also the Bay Area. Some refer to it as the Yay area. (laughs) Um, Probably in 2004. (laughs) So the Los Angeles Rams will be attending the Super Bowl in Los Angeles, no less. Correct. Right there in Inglewood. God bless them, every single one of (laughs) y'all. My word. Like... Stay home now, I'd say, because I don't even know how to fight. If you got to go get milk and eggs, Mm -mm. walk, because I don't know how (laughs) you're going to like, you're not getting back home otherwise once once the girls touch down. I am concerned for them. (laughs) Anyway, what a what gaming and and such winning the the Niners lost. They blew a complete advantage in the fourth quarter 10 points they were up 10 point 10 point advantage mm. um the the niners just absolutely farted off <laughs> to the LA Rams possibly getting just a taste to a uh, comfortable Perhaps. so the good girlfriends um uh Odell Beckham Beckham mm. Jr will be over there um as well as um quarter quarterbacking Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Um they will be going to play the, the games after a shocking uh defeat of Jimmy Grappling Hook and the rest of the the San Francisco <laughs> children. And wow, you know <clears throat> 27 20 to 17 devastating loss but when the fourth quarter overturn is so so expressive and such swift I'm sorry the what leaping into the overage and the coverage of the transference of ball oh right right that man success okay and on the other hand, we okay. have okay. the Kansas City Chiefs who were defeated, defeated in overtime by the Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals are, as Michael Irvin calls them, the Bengals. The, the, bang, the Bengals. <laughs> I think that's how he said it. Um, okay. Patrick Mahomes, so much touchdown, so much possession, Mm -hmm. so much um, sack and yard and field goal and and kick and run. Yeah. And with that said, man, it's really shocking because as I said last week, I expected for the Kansas City Chiefs to use that steam from oh, yeah. their that steam. their their playoff edge and and fully uh steam through to the big game. Um but with the power of of uh 
Burrow. Uh, what's his face? Something Burrow. You know, <laughs> Nino Bisque, Nino Nino Bone of New Jack City. Please, the, the young white man with the. the Please, <laughs> you know that man's name. Burrow, Joe Burrow. Yeah. You know, um, human Pennywise with the with the chain and the New Jack City outfit. Nah, I am out of here. <laughs> Um, they're excited to be going to the big game. Their dime, his diamonds are real. He yeah. makes too much money. What a stupid question. Diamonds, what said. a stupid question. Um, it really was a fucking dumb question. Like he's. Why would an NFL would, quarterback be wearing a fake chain? <laughs> why didn't you just ask him <laughs> instead why it's so ugly? At the fucking you, AFC championship. I don't doubt that they're real diamonds. Why didn't you just ask him if <laughs> why did he could it have done like something better with them? Yeah, or with the money in general. Um, but the, Joe Burrow and what um, athleticism as well as running and um, uh, yards. Yep. So the Super Bowl will be taking place uh, very soon in the coming How? Oh, uh, yeah. in Englewood what day is the Super Bowl in Englewood the single Super Bowl is the day coming right on up uh, <laughs> yep okay Super Bowl Sunday obviously <laughs> obviously so as I was trying to say the Super Bowl will be coming up <laughs> on Sunday Uh, where the Rams of Los Angeles will be playing <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals who have not seen a Super Bowl since I was Woo! 14 months old. Wow. So, exciting time Truly for them amazing. and for uh, White Nino's uh, chain. <laughs> and so, the girls are very elated for that, oh as well as Mary J. Blige performing at the at the halftime show <laughs> with yeah. Kendrick Lamar and Snoop Dogg. Amen. So, lots of excitement, as well as rumors that uh, Tom the Terminator Brady will be retiring from uh, the National Football League after reports came out that he is moving towards that. The Terminator. Um, yes, because he... Is made up of. It's what he does. He terminates niggas. Futuristic metals. <laughs> yeah. That. Anyways, um, I personally don't buy it. I don't believe it. And as I said, I imagine that the uh, Brady clones or whatever it is that he's creating with Elon Musk and undoubtedly will be available to the market by the next season. So perhaps he is retiring, but will Tom Brady stop playing? No. The host, maybe the Tom Brady host, will stop playing. Tom Brady is forever. Girls do you do you think Tom Brady might come back just because he's mad that people tried to leak the news first instead of letting him announce it on his own? Um, is Tom Brady that- a white man? <laughs> he is. Yes, Tom Brady is a white man. Next yeah. question. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, I actually did have a question about uh, the Bengals Chiefs game. If you mm-hmm. want to just go back to yeah, that sure. briefly, absolutely. <clears throat> so towards the end of the second quarter, when it was almost at halftime, uh, Kansas yeah. City had the chance to go for the field goal and didn't. Why do you think they made that decision, and how much do they regret it right now? Well, I'm sure that they regret it greatly because they lost. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> but as far as why they didn't make the decision, you have to understand that as far as sports are are concerned, um, it's a huge part of the formula is about hope, um, and it's about uh, believing in oneself, mm. and it's about also uh, protecting your toes and shin, as uh, well as excitement. Mm-hmm. And 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 thrill. Okay. And so, um, you have to give it to Kansas City for providing the necessary amount of self care as well as uh, entertainment to uh, get to where they they felt they needed to be. Now, clearly, God felt that they needed mm-hmm. to be home. Okay. At home. Um, because they lost. Okay. But at the same time, I understand the decision they made. You know, sometimes it's just not the, you know, favor ain't, ain't for it isn't favor ain't favor ain't fair. So, favor, yep. Anything else? Um, but- Too bad. Sports shorts. <laughs> it's called sports shorts. And that's. Go ahead. But, you know, when they were kicking that field goal to tie the game, that could have been kicking a field goal to win the game. You know, like it literally yeah. went to overtime and was so devastating. Like, do you think what should what should what do you think the conversation was like with Andy Reid after the game? Um, I doubt that there was much of a conversation as much as there were uh, expletives. Mm, and, for sure. For uh, sure broken glass perhaps but i do again you know you gotta re- remember the the fire and the passion and the excite and me yeah. from you know a previous overtime extravaganza and so the girls are just trying to have a good time you know i mean but they were at home the they were up 21 and 3 at one point like they really and they'll stay there uh, uh, okay <laughs> okay Okay. okay. Thank you so, so much. So that's Kids Fury Sports Longs, I guess. <laughs> Can't follow along. But I guess we'll see you girls on Super wow. Bowl Sunday when Whenever it takes that place. Is. Yep. On Sunday, 2022. Super Bowl. On TV. That's it. We're going to take a break and then do the rest. All right, folks, we're back. It's time for the read. Amen. It is. Take it away. So I want to talk quickly about this, um, this Lauren Smithfield situation. Um, If you don't know who she is, she's a 23 year old woman who died um, in early December after she had a date with uh, a white man that she met on Bumble. Um, and earlier when I said that you can tell that like <laughs> this country seriously doesn't care about us, like we already know that, but not only 
the the police department dropped the ball so many different times in this case. It truly, when you read the details of this story, it will absolutely blow your mind. First of all, they never bothered to find this girl's family, next of kin, anything, and never notified her family about her death. Her mama had to go to her apartment and found a note on the door that the landlord had put on there talking about if you're looking for Lauren, then call this number. And that's how they found out about what happened to their baby. <laughs> At one point, the detective told this woman's mother to stop calling him. They had to beg and harass and beg and harass. And Cardi B had to tweet about it before the police department decided to actually look into what happened to this girl. So I guess initially they said that, you know, there was drugs in her system and it was just an overdose and that was that. And apparently this white man that she was on this date with is not even a suspect anymore. But the family insists that this girl does not do drugs and that if they are in her system, it is not because she put them there. And because the police department don't give a fuck about a young black girl, they just they let not only like what you're supposed to do procedurally, but basic common goddamn decency go by the wayside. How you tell somebody who's daughter was found dead that they need to stop calling you about what happened to their child i'm sorry bitch who the fuck else do you recommend i call are you not the goddamn police is this not the whole point is this not every fucking uh cop sucker like all of y'all who be sucking police dick 24 7 and talking about you don't want to live in a world of police what if you got robbed what if you got assaulted? What if something happened to you? You would want the police then? Isn't this what they're supposed to be for? For you to tell this woman to stop calling you? It's your goddamn job. Find out what happened to my baby. And so now the mayor is like, oh, no, this is very concerning. And, you know, this should have been handled much better and all this too fucking late. The family is suing the mayor, the police chief, a handful of detectives as well, because their fucking civil rights were violated. The fact that the basics of what should have happened, notifying the Mexican, like this should have been automatic. If you ought to be like, oh, well, you know, overdose too much. Uh, prescription medication too much alcohol accidental that's that like and literally it probably if it was not for the story being shared so much on social media and then famous people like Cardi B amplifying it we, they would probably still have to call that police station every fucking day and beg for somebody to give a fuck about their baby how are y'all this fucking reckless it's one thing to not care. It's another thing to not care so much that you're willing to give up money and resources behind it. Why not just do your fucking job? Do y'all like getting sued? Maybe. Are we really that subhuman to you? A 23-year-old girl is dead and you don't think to notify the family? Not to mention the extremely suspicious, like... She went on a date with somebody she had never met before. She dies that same night and y'all are like, nothing to see here. What? Yeah. What? Like that's, that's when I want everybody. That's bad enough, but not even calling her mama. No, I want everybody's goddamn head. 
starting at the top and rolling all the way down. You couldn't even call her family. I just can't say enough how much I hate this place. I hate this place. Don't ask me to feel nothing patriotic. Don't ask me to feel no love for this country. Don't ask me to have no loyalty to this place. Because look at it. Look at how they literally spit at us. Ain't no way in the world that Kaylee could have gone on a date with a nigga who's 14 years older than her and she end up dead and the police not only clear him from suspicion, but don't even notify the family. Please cut the bullshit. I just... This is why we have to rise so hard. This is why every time it's a hashtag, people are like begging each other to share, begging others to contact the police. Like this is... This is the sort of story, unfortunately, I see something like this come across my Instagram stories at least once a week. Please contact such and such. Have you seen this? Here are some suspicious details about this other black person that don't nobody give a fuck about. Like, we are literally all we got. And the people that we pay to protect us can't even pick up the goddamn phone and call our families when something that suspect and horrible happens to us. You're supposed to do it for anybody. But a, a, a special care should be taken in these situations. And you know that. This is protocol. And you just chose not to do it because you don't give a fuck about us. I'm just really fed up with this country constantly reminding me of how much my life does not matter. Already have mental health problems. Really don't need constant reminders from society that I'm less than nothing. So I just want to say rest in peace to her. I pray we find out what happened to you, um, baby girl, because this is just tragic. And I hope your family yeah. gets every goddamn dime they deserve. Every single one. I hope they bankrupt some niggas. I hope they snatching pensions. It's the least. It's a drop in the bucket of what y'all owe that girl. Woo. Yeah. That's it. I'm just disgusted. Okay. My read this week is, uh, okay. Really two quick things. First of all, um, if you haven't heard about this, I don't blame you because you listen to this show. But there's this white man named Joe Rogan. He has a show on Spotify. <laughs> Spotify really, really likes him. Mm-hmm. Gives him a lot of money, a lot of the time, to um, basically be a large Caucasian earlobe-looking. <laughs> Neanderthal, basically, that there's a lot of like, um, I don't know, a lot of devil's advocate ass drama baiting. Oh, yeah, there's a mess, it's a mess, foolishness. 
I mean, sure, I, you know, a lot of the time it seems like Joe Rogan has comedians on there, people that just talk about, you know, doing drugs or whoever they slept with in Hollywood. But he does often have a lot of, you know, conservative wackos mm-hmm. and anti-vaxxers <laughs> and people on there. And he just kind of soaks up whatever bullshit it is that they're talking about. Right. And it's just like, oh, I wanted to have these conversations because no one's having Miss me. So mm-hmm. <laughs> this latest um, situation is basically... Um, some old white rock stars told Spotify, look, we're going to take our fucking music, namely Neil Young, and then some other people followed him. Like, we're taking our music off of Spotify if, you know, you don't get Joe Rogan together and tell him to stop having people up on his goddamn podcast spreading spreading misinformation about COVID and the vaccines. (laughs) And... Um, you know, at first the girls were unmoved, but people were like, yeah! and then <laughs> Spotify, I guess some shit happened with their stock, like their stock plummeted really oh, crazy, damn. like $2 billion, something really what? crazy. God damn. <laughs> and so the girls came forward and were like, oh no, you know, we're talking this one to Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan released some video where he once again looks like an earlobe and he's just like, oh, hey, guys. <laughs> um, You know, people are misunderstanding what the show's about and blah, blah, blah. And I've just had these people on here because they have these, you know, you try to like form it as these people have these like really they're really credited they have this you know these solid backgrounds and <laughs> wants to just have these conversations that mainstream media is not having and it's like no you yourself are skeptical of the end of the vaccine mm-hmm. and you're giving platforms to people who are saying things that stimulate you because you believe it or because you just are fascinated by people that are smarter than you, which is not hard to find, <laughs> that are coming on here and are talking about shit that, you know, Fauci or whoever the fuck, whatever doctor is is not saying. You know, so it's like, not to mention, Joe Rogan specifically is constantly filled to the skull cap with steroids and DMT and pure protein bars and fucking sour patch straws or whatever the fuck else. I mean, it's like half dead most of the fucking time when he's on there. We don't even know what the fuck anybody's talking about. He literally has to have somebody off camera who will plenty of times be like, nope, nope, that don't make no sense. Here's the, (laughs) like, here's the, I don't remember his name, but like, it's podcast is, you know, it's meant to be for entertainment purposes. He's supposed to be a comic and, mm. you know, whatever else. So I know that at the core, the show was at one point like doofy bro hell, hell, jerking off and talking about whatever the fuck white guys in the gym talk about. And now it's like going super political and he's having fucking Ben Shapiro and Alex Jones, all these fucking freaks on there talking about whatever garbage. So you can't even fucking wrap your brain around. So I say all this is really not even for Joe Rogan because again, who like not even who it's just like, I, I honestly don't even believe that that man knows what time of day it is. Half the time. Mm. I bring this up to say, um, Y'all got to curb your white people, white people. Like, this 
is exactly what happens when you just let crackers white all over the place. Yep. Just. Yep. And no boundaries. Mm-hmm. Just nothing but capital. Nothing but budget. Nothing but yep. finance. You're just pumping more money into, you know, frivolous, baseless garbage. And, like, sure, it's entertaining and people enjoy it and stuff like that. But, like, you just let people say and do whatever the fuck they want to because everybody's getting paid. This is the type of nonsense that that takes place. And it's really, like, pointless at the end of the day because everybody's going to be completely 100% fine and, and continue to be rich. And, you know, <sighs> the people who... Man. Tap into Joe Rogan's podcast who also don't believe um, in, you know, being vaccinated. We'll just continue to die or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of this is just, um, you know, it, it's just smoke and, and mirrors and, and bullshit. It's just like, it's also kind of annoying to sit and just watch white people continuously chase each other around over foolishness and and fuckery and it's like we're actually out here dying and there's like plenty of 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 people especially non-white people who um are bearing the brunt of this kind of ignorance um and so it's just kind of annoying to me to sit back and watch all these rich people riching mm-hmm. and white people white and that is what's happening yeah. <laughs> and continuing to just, I don't know, make a mockery out of shit that, like, you've been seen and, and you knew was, like, going on. And, like, now we're trying to just do this weird media shit where we're, you know, making headlines and fuss and protest and blah, 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 whatever the fuck. Like, nothing's going to change. He's not going to stop, you know, sharing and, and nope, broadcasting. not going to do that. It's just really just... Y'all are getting on my nerves at this point. Um, Even if he gets kicked last, off of Spotify, he's still going to do this. Like, that's never going to happen. It's this is just, a very unserious country. <laughs> someone was like, I guess I'm going to call Spotify's bluff. And the girls were like, oh, calm down. And mm. yeah. tomorrow will be something else. So I really say all this to say, like, white people, curb your whites. <laughs> Please, y'all's whites Get are running rampant. <laughs> Rain them hoes in, my God. This is literally like there was an episode of I'm matter of fact, you know what? Never mind. It's fucking pointless. Lastly, um I just wanted to say for those of you who have heard about um Microsoft and this acquisition of Activision and Blizzard. Microsoft um, acquired this huge, like one of the biggest gaming um, media companies in oh, existence. Wow. And it was like this huge deal and major headlines all over the place. And Sony PlayStation stock was plummeted because of it. And Oh my goodness, and the games and the some of these exclusives for Xbox now and content and what is it? I just want to say that um and others have said this, but I want to also say 
that I hope that this doesn't distract you. Nor the um today I saw that Sony has acquired some other big company as well. So it's like content wars and all this. I, I hope that Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard does not distract anyone from the fact that Activision Blizzard is still steeped in a huge sexual uh, harassment and discrimination lawsuit. Uh-oh. And um, their CEO, Bobby Kotick, I believe his name is, is um, a large piece of shit and has been for quite mm-hmm. some time. And he will now be a much richer piece well, of shit because of this and was also accused of uh, sitting idly by while a lot of the discrimination and sexual harassment was taking place at this exact company that Microsoft has acquired. And he's also been accused of doing things like, um, you know, threatening to kill assistants, firing flight attendants for reporting sexual harassment that happened to them. Just, you know, an all-around bang-up great guy. And so um, while we're talking about, you know, who's going to own Crash Bandicoot or whatever else so that we're also focusing on, you know, the lives of the people that actually make these games. Um Amen. Because, you know, while all of these uh, people at the top your Phil Spencer's and your uh, Bobby, whatever, all of these major executives continue to throw billions around and stuff. The people that actually make these games for us to play and enjoy are dealing with uh, harassment. They're uh, creating forums and stuff where they give each other tips on how to make it through the day on just coffee because they can't eat. Oh my god! I <laughs> don't have time to eat because they're, you know, being broken by the spinal cord to get, you know, your Call of Duty made for you so that you can play it every year. Yes. These are the, the real people that are making these things, um, and in many companies, they're not having a great time doing it. And the people who should be looking out for them, taking care of them, making sure that they're safe and healthy, are. Um, you know, richer than ever and basically telling them to go fuck themselves and yep. then major companies are going and giving them even more money. So I just wanted to say, love video games as much as the next person, play them all the live long day. In fact, I can't wait to go get done with this podcast and try to find some time to catch at least two to three more Pokemon before I go to sleep and get a very long day started. So games excite me as much as the next gamer, but um, not to the not at the expense of, of people's uh, safety. Amen. Um, health, uh, dignity, Woo. sanity, mm-hmm. and, and things of that nature. And damn sure not uh, in defense of no rich ass white people so <laughs> as usual yeah um cute for the girls um can't wait to see what everyone's gonna get to play in the coming months years or whatnot but before we start arguing over what exclusives are the best or who gets to play what um, let's rem- remind ourselves that a lot of the people who are benefiting from this, um, are seemingly really terrible people and a lot of the people who make these games that you enjoy so much are bending over backwards and dying to make them for you so have some respect Woo. amen well done huh okay well i hadn't even heard that about that company but i'm not surprised right why would i have exactly i've been playing 
Pokemon Arceus, Arceus. I don't know how you say Ar- that word. I don't either. Arceus. I, I, I but, think it's Arceus. Um, but so far, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time. Not that I have a lot of time because school started back today. So, but you Breath know, of the Pokemon. It is. That's exactly how it was described to me. So I downloaded it and I'm loving it so far. It's really fun. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, didn't know that about that company, but remain unshocked by the state of the world. So. <laughs> All right. Well, that is going to wrap up this week's episode of the show. Don't forget to check us out on social media at This Is The Read and our website, thisistheread.com. Also, we are going to be changing the day that we record the show. Right now we record Monday nights. We're going to switch back to Wednesdays. So for those of you who always preferred the show coming out on Thursdays, you're in luck, hoes, because my schedule is crazy. And so... Next episode of this show should come out on February 10th. And then every Thursday after that, you have been warned. Um, And yeah, thank y'all so much for tuning in and supporting and telling your friends about the show for the past nine years. Y'all the real MVPs. So anything else from you, Kifuri, before we head out this week? Yes, I'm excited to say that I will be joining my friend Kara Mahorn on the Blurred Girl Live tonight, February 1st, on Twitch to talk about all things black and nerdy. Um, The show starts at 8 p.m., goes to 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, So join us over at twitch.tv slash the B-L-E-R-D-G-U-R-L, the Blurred Girl. So, yeah, excited to go and talk about nerdy things. Check us out. Hang out with us. Um, and, yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, see and check our, check our social media because I'm sure Alex will have posted the link to join yeah. Kid Fury for the Twitch event. All right. Take care of yourselves, and we will see y'all next week. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.